Hello, everybody. This is your host, Spooky. Uh, before we get the show started, uh, I wanted to address there's a few audio technical difficulties in the show. There was some audio that was, um, for some reason, didn't get on the on the recording, but it's okay. You can still understand the conspiracy and the story time. It's still funny as hell, and hopefully you enjoy it. Um, and also, please refer us to your friends or family uh, that may like this show. And continue, continue to listen to us, and I'll make sure to fix the problem for next episode. And now to the music. Welcome to our fifth episode of You Know Better. Uh, this is one of your co-hosts, Spooky. Let me introduce the guys real quick. Go ahead, Doctor. Hello, I'm Doctor. I've been away for a while. I've been on hiatus, uh, but I'm feeling fresh and I'm ready to go. I'm glad that you've been gone for four days just so you can feel fresh. But uh, moving forward, Hammer. Hey, guys. Um, not having a great day because the Rangers drafted a guy today in the second round that none of the analysts knew who he was. Was it like a Travis Frederick situation? Probably worse because they'd have no film on him, like whatsoever. <laughs> well, that's not encouraging at all. Uh, but um, it's not a sport, so it's okay. Uh, DC? Hey, guys. It's DC, and the Rangers suck. <laughs> all right, guys. Let's, let's get the show started. Um, we have a couple topics. We're going to talk about celebrity worshiping. We're going to reveal the, the PS5. Not us revealing, but just talk about the reveal. Uh, sorry about that. And we're going to discuss if the Mavericks should change their jersey colors to Victor Green, which is similar to the Stars. But uh, after that, we got a review of Black Ops 1. We got uh, an overrated from me. And we got a conspiracy from DC. And then the last thing we'll have is story time from Hammer. And he said he needs assistance, so... Should be a juicy story for him. But um, let's get the show start- started. DC, I'll give you the floor. Uh, you want to discuss about celebrity worshiping. Not sure what, what angle you want to tackle that on, but I'll let you speak now. So when we talked last episode about social media, this kind of goes hand in hand with me, uh, to me with social media. And it's the celebrity worship that you see. Um, I don't know how often you guys look at the news. Um, But like half the articles I feel like are about celebrities. Um, Social media is just dominated by celebrities and celebrity presence. And people, I think even more than in the past are taking celebrities to be idols and almost like they're taking them way too far and looking at them as an example and of course there are some good celebrities but there's a lot of bad ones too you know they're just people so i just get kind of tired of it anytime you go online anywhere it's just celebrities and you see people trying to emulate celebrities and i definitely think that happened before social media but i think it's only gotten worse since then so i'm just kind of tired of celebrities and i i just don't get why people like them and follow them so much it just doesn't make sense to me. 
I think people just like to live vicariously through these individuals, like all the Instagram influencers. It's just uh, very hot people doing stuff that we all wish we could do, which is vacation 365, 24-7. But no, I agree. Um, celebrities shouldn't be, you know, they're there for a reason, you know, it's just for entertainment purposes. We really shouldn't like try to emulate our lives like them because to be honest, they have a different lifestyle than we all do. And the clothes they're wearing is a little too expensive for my price range, but anybody else, does anybody else have anything to say? Well, I think it also kind of ties into the fact like people want to have that attention. People view that as like, oh, they're celebrities, so their life has to be so easy. Uh, their life must be so interesting because they get to have this huge limelight, all this, all this talk, all this gossip about them. Um, I think it kind of feeds into some of like egocentric like type, I guess that was not a very good phrase, but um, just being in the spotlight, I guess what some people really want and somebody, if you're famous, you have to have an opinion on something and Sometimes that's not always the best thing to do, as we have seen very, very recently. <laughs> so um, I think people just want to be heard. People want to be in the spotlight. Um, people just want to feel important. Yeah. And I want to talk about how much I dislike the term influencer. Um, it just, I really can't stand it when people say it because <laughs> I, I know it kind of makes sense and what they're using it for. It just, Ugh. but yeah and all of them trying to emulate the celebrities looks like right now everyone's going off of like the tiktok stars with the the guys are doing the middle part on their hair and it's just it's all weird to me you know what's funny um it's like in the early 2000s um dave Chappelle had a bit where after 9 11 happened there, he was saying, like, I don't understand celebrities, so why they have to comment on everything. For example, like, when they interviewed uh, Ja Rule, a, a big rapper at the time, is about his thoughts on 9-11. On he was like, why do, why do we need to ask Ja Rule? He's not a, a politician. He's not a, a general or anything. Like, it, you have to watch it because he, he does a really funny impression because he's like, where's Ja? We need Ja. We need his opinion now. So see what Jaws thoughts are on this tragedy. Who gives a fuck what Ja Rule thinks at a time like this, nigga? This is ridiculous. I don't want to dance. I'm scared to death. I want some answers that Ja Rule might not have right now. You think when bad shit happens to me, I'll be in the crib like, oh my God, this is terrible. Could somebody please find Ja Rule, get hold of this motherfucker so I can make sense of all this. Where is Ja? you know it's always going to be something like that now because there's a lot of celebrities that talked about the black lives matters when they probably shouldn't have said anything at all and they just made themselves look stupid but it's just it's always it's going to be like that for, regardless of things celebrities are going to think they're bigger than life and then that their opinions matter when in reality they're just you know you and i they shit the same they eat the same they piss the same <laughs> they're nothing out of the ordinary well it makes me wonder too is do celebrities actually think that their opinion matters or do they say stuff because they're expected to say stuff uh i think sometimes 
they can feel like they're expected to say things. Uh, like Jerry Jones hasn't released anything uh, here after starting the whole Black Lives Matter movement. He has remained silent. Um, so I don't know if he feels like he doesn't need to say anything, if he's doing like outreaches and stuff like that, and he doesn't want to release a statement. Uh, but like, take for example, maybe like LeBron James, uh, that whole China thing, just like, did he feel like he had to say something or was he pressured into it? Some good points, DC, or not, not DC, doctor. Damn you guys. I need to change those <laughs> names. <laughs> um, but no, I just, um, I don't know. I just, I think people find these people entertaining and if whatever they say that aligns their views and their beliefs, I guess that just makes them more, oh, damn, I really like this person. You know, like he and I think the same, but I don't know. It's just, you should, you should take it for what it is, not take it, like make it like your life and like worship them. You know, they're false idols in my opinion. Preach. But any other last words before we move on? Nope. No. Okay. So I don't know if y'all saw the reveal for the PlayStation Five, but the one compl- well, I have a few a few complaints about it. <laughs> the biggest one I have, they did not announce the price of the PlayStation Five. They announced all the specs, uh, two different versions of the consoles, um, the remote, how it looks like a few exclusives, but they didn't say the price. Maybe because right now, you know, all the, the you know, the economy is not fully back to what it is yet, even though on the stock market, it might show that it was pre, pre-March, but, you know, there's still a lot of people unemployed, but, <laughs> or they're just postponing the, the $1,000 price tag on it, but, you know, it's almost the holidays, and people usually pre-order now when the new uh, console is announced, so they probably, you know, I just really want to know how much it's going to cost. But because uh, that new Spider-Man game looks pretty cool. But the second, the second complaint I have is, uh, is Rockstar. And then they're, they're milking the fuck out of GTA 5, man. <laughs> that game came out in 2013 on the PS3 and the Xbox 360 on last generation. They re-released it for the new, new gen because um, that's just going to, you know, it was a one year into the after the release, and this game was still pretty big, and they just released online. I'm okay with that, but when they they said they're going to announce an expanded version of it, an updated version, next the second half of next year. At this point, it's already been eight years since the release. <laughs> I'm like, how much more can you keep milking this game when you know people are already saying asking for GTA Six, Bully Two, or any other new IP that they could think of instead of the the same old GTA 5 in California. I don't know. What y'all think about it? Well, okay. Two points. One, the old thing is if you have to ask how expensive it is, you probably can't afford it. Uh, But this is probably not the same case, but that is terrible that they haven't released the price tag. I did hear some rumors that it's going to be around like $800. I don't know how concrete that is, uh, but that does seem a little pricey. Uh, two, this kind of stems back to our first episode of remastered games and people buying those. Um, so as long as people are buying GTA and uh, GTA 5, they're going to keep releasing it on the consoles. 
the uh, world's yeah. most expensive Wi-Fi router is what I heard. <laughs> the way it looks, yeah. <laughs> it is ugly. The new Xbox looks ugly too. It looks like a trash can. God, <laughs> I don't know mean? what they're doing. <laughs> I, um, go ahead, DC. I just, I, yeah, I wanted to say the, the price is going to be really high. If it wasn't, they would have just revealed it. Um, but, you know, with how they do system launches now, a lot of the games are going to be being made on PS4 um, for probably a few years. So there's no need to get the new PlayStation until it gets a price cut. But Probably by 2023. I, maybe, yeah. Um, and, yeah, like Doctor said, it's. I feel like every episode we allude back to the first episode with the remasters. They're just very prevalent. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just I don't, I don't understand why Rockstar thinks it's cool to release it. I guess the good thing about it is for the PlayStation users on the PS5, it's going to be free for the first three months once they release it. But it's the same game, still same storyline, still same online play. Uh, very to me is very old school mission styles when you know newer video games have newer missions created and better online servers because their servers are trash man you get on the lobby you want to do a mission a heist where it requires uh, three other friends of yours if that lobby is already has 20 people in there because you have to, sometimes you have to do a public lobby Forget it, man. You have to just try another day or try another mission because the lobby for some reason crashes and, you know, max capacity is 30. So it's just, it's just all stupid to me. And with GTA, there's a lot of communities out there that um, they have external servers. So it's like a bunch of mods. So some use it for racing, some use it for like role playing with like cops or whatever, but that's how they're still making a ton of money is because there's, people making additions to the game and these communities want to play those extensions. Yeah. It's still a $30 price tag on it. <laughs> What's still? Still? Yeah. After, oh after, after seven years, I know like two years ago, it was still $60. So I guess that's good that it dropped down to 30. Well, I mean like NCAA football uh the last one came out in like what 2014. They still want like 60 for it because it's selling like hotcakes still. Uh, you know the reason why it's popular all over again now? Uh cuz college football is missed, I don't know. Well, that but um that there's this uh other podcaster, he um they they mostly do uh, they mostly talk about sports. And we know how sports has been on hold for a while. He started playing NCAA, and they used a Twitch stream. And <laughs> I don't know if you see on Twitter, but all the, a lot of the professional college analysis, they cover his, uh, his NCAA games on there. And then they, they made official Twitter accounts for his creative characters in the game. So the game really picked up popularity because of them. Okay. And I've got that. I should sell it. Yeah, sell it I would. I do yeah. want to touch back on the GTA thing, um, yeah. just on the remakes and stuff. I, what do you guys think over or under GTA on the PS5 and Xbox, whatever, XX, One X? Uh, XXXX? 
Yeah, X, 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 box, X, X, box. Go only. Um, <laughs> I bet it goes, let's say, over under $500 million in profit. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's still a very, very popular game. I would oh, also say over. over. Yeah, over. And, uh, yeah. That tells you why, they, <laughs> why they're re-releasing an eight-year-old game on its third system. <laughs> yeah. At this rate, we probably won't get GTA 6 until the PlayStation 6. I mean, why bother? If you can just make a slight adjustment to a 10-year-old game and you're printing off like a billion dollars, why the fuck would you work hard? <laughs> Girl, you right. <laughs> I mean, anyway. Qu- quickly on the on the council, um, just uh, I don't know if anybody cares about the, the specs. It's just going to be 4K. Um, the memory is going to be 825 gigabytes. I think that's going to be really low because uh, the new um, Modern Warfare season pack, some people are saying that the update was 80 gigs. And if these games are supposed to be bigger on the new console, uh, you're probably going to have to buy yourself an external hard drive with multiple terabytes just because these games are going to you know, take eat up a lot of your memory. That sucks because I got the lowest uh, uh, Xbox One memory, and I can o- I only have like four games downloaded onto it because it's out of memory. So you're telling me <laughs> these games are getting bigger? Yeah, yeah man. for sure. Oh, that makes me a sad panda. <laughs> yeah. Um, any last words on it? Are y'all excited for the next gen? Are y'all just indifferent or what? Uh, right now, right now I'm indifferent, but when I become a medic and you know, I actually have money. I'll be excited. I'm proud. I'm going to be at your house then since you're going to have all the consoles. Okay. <laughs> Party. Uh, but, uh, I'll fix fajitas. Oh, I'm coming. <laughs> fajitas from you? Good. Yeah, for me. A hey, quick story time. Y'all made enchiladas and I felt sick afterwards. <laughs> when? After Hawaii Fall or Hurricane Harbor. No, those were bu- those are microwave burritos, bro. <laughs> exactly. You you expect me to eat Mexican food at your house? Mm, just take it from Hammer and DC that I make some killer fajitas, and I fix the meat at your birthday party after throwing my guts up. Straight up, straight up. No, no, I cooked it. You just turned on the grill. I don't even wait. No, those were the burgers. No, you, you made burgers, dog. Oh, that one. I don't even remember yeah. turning on the grill. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right um, before we move on to the next topic, any of the video games that were revealed, are y'all excited for them? The Last of Us still piques my interest. That's still current gen, not next gen. No, I, I'm, are you sure? I saw it advertised for the next gen. No, it doesn't. They're probably going to remaster it for the next gen. It might come out on both at the same time. Okay. Hmm. Okay. Um, all right, let's move on forward. Uh, so uh, the reason why I want to talk about this on the Mavericks changing their jersey, I remember a few months back I sent y'all those photos of that prototype jersey. Um, they got a lot of reaction to it. Um, personally, the reason why I think we should change the jersey colors is a uh, new star, new era. That's what they did for Dirk Nowitzki when and Steve Nash when in the early 2000s 
when they remodel our jerseys. Uh, those jerseys are iconic and, you know, resembles the time that Derek was here or reflects on it. But, um, you know, the jerseys are kind of old to me. And honestly, all of Dallas teams are blue or most of them. And I don't, you know, as much as I like to support my teams, it's just I don't like to have 20 shirts that are blue or white or whatever in my closet because it's just I need variety. And, you know, I'm not the biggest Stars fan, so I don't have any gear. But if the Mavericks do something similar to the Stars colors, you know, they both share the same stadium. Uh, I think it would be cool if they copied the Victory Green, just something new to begin with. That's why I think we should change, just so, so there'll be different color variety to it. What do y'all think about it? So I remember when you brought this topic up, I was I was very adamantly against it. But I was just like, you know, with today, with the way that they design jerseys, because if I look at the 90s Mavericks uniform, that green, that blue, and that uh, white jersey, I'm just kind of like, that's gross. But if I take a look at like how they've redesigned jerseys and like how they contrast color and how it just looks better than it did in the nineties, I might be able to get on board with it. And I didn't think about having the stars and Mavs playing in the same uh, arena, having victory green as their primary color. Yeah. That would look pretty uniform. That would look pretty on fleek as the dope kids would say. Oh my. All right, this is Doctor's last episode. Um, no. <laughs> um, I, I'm 150% in favor of them switching to the Victory Green. I just think that looks so sweet at American Airlines Center. And Luca already has green in his shoes that he just Green takeover. Yep. I prepare for an unpopular opinion. You guys love uh, know that I like the – the bright colors, the flashy colors. Someone needs to grow some balls and switch over to like a hot pink uniform. Something that's actually unique. Oh Think about <laughs> professional Let's sports. Your name to the been... pink warriors then. Well, look, professional sports leagues, I think the MLB was playing in like the 1870s or some shit. So it's been like 150 years of professional sports in this country. And to my knowledge, no professional team has had like pink uniforms. So it's time to innovate a little bit instead of just switching. Oh, I'm green. Oh, now I'm blue. Now I'm black. Now I'm white. Like every team in the universe has those colors. Let's do pink. Let's do like the Seahawks with their ugly ass green. Like let's do something new. (laughs) Just, uh, you know, it actually would go well for the Mavericks because they're horses. And we could get My Little Pony to sponsor us on the little side patch. Oh, you know, pink horse. <laughs> we could tell My y'all. Little Pony theme song as they run out onto the court. Yeah. 2020. The, it's, the Timberwolves have a purple jersey and it's killer. It's going to be yeah. looking like a 2K court out there with a bunch of random memes on the jerseys, too. Man, y'all are some, <laughs> y'all are some haters. We're well, not I even guess, dating. <laughs> I guess the other problem is that I just bought a Luca shirt last weekend, and it's that blue, so I kind of don't want that to go out of style. That's well, they need, to, they need to innovate. 
Mm. Let's just switch to red. No. no I like that's red. The, that's the Bulls already. There can be more know. than I one just, red team. I look at the, you know, the Cowboys jersey is always going to be iconic because the star. But when I look at the other teams, you know, specifically the Mavericks, when I look at their old school jerseys, they don't really stick out to me as compared to other teams where they have like really nice jerseys and designs in the nineties. But you know, pink or pink and green will look really dope in my opinion. I agree. Yeah. Might as well, right? Like I said, mix it up. Do something different. Be be different. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move on to the next segment. Um, is it overrated? Um, you know what? You know what I'm gonna say. Um, I'm gonna say Joe Rogan is overrated. Peter. <laughs> and I only say that because he just got a a hundred million dollar um, exclusive licenseship or podcast to use Spotify for the next few years. Um, I'm just hating because that man started the show in his in his office, like at his at his house, and he worked his way up you know, 12 years later to this point. And before that, he was the the um, the host for Fear Factor, which a lot of, you know, I forget every time, you know, that he was on there. But, I didn't even make the connection. Yeah, that's before he lost all his hair. Okay. <laughs> but I don't know. I'm, I don't understand the hype on Joe Rogan. He's just, you know, sometimes I feel like he's he's on there. And he he kind of like agitates the the guests with what he says and what he asks and the other time he's just like have you tried dmt <laughs> but uh i don't know i don't see the hype on him sometimes his shows could get to four hours but i don't know what do y'all think about that i mean he makes spotify a lot of money so Maybe his content isn't great, but I think the deal is fine because it's going to benefit both of them. Yeah, well, he hasn't. his podcast was never on Spotify. I think it was on something else. So that's why I think Spotify took over his uh, his podcast. But I do give right. him credit. He, he is independent. Um, he didn't sign to any big leap, um, you know, big company where they'll take most of that money from him. Yeah, I mean, he did his own thing, and now he's making a ton of money with Spotify. So I got no problem with him. Okay. What about y'all? I just kind of skip over stuff, so I don't really know too much about him. (laughs) He seems crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Not as crazy as Alex Jones, but I know nothing about this guy. I guess guess the host of Fear Factor has got to be crazy, so I guess it (laughs) it does make sense of how he's crazy right now. But okay, maybe that was a horrible overrated, but because <laughs> there wasn't really much dispute on that. Fine, um, he sucks, and I hate him. I, I think we just don't know enough about him. What about Ronnie Coleman? I don't know who that is either. Yeah, oh my gosh, oh. y'all don't know the, the the most popular bodybuilder besides Arnold? No. Why do you know so much about bodybuilders? There's something you should tell us, or. <laughs> Hey, I mean, I like to go to the gym every now and then to hit, hit weights. Just oh, to scope out some eye candy or 
just to look he, at their form and work out routines. He can admire another man's muscles. It's fine. He, he sure can. Yes. I admire the uh, the cyclists and the Tour de France. It's just like, dang, I really hope one day I have legs like that one. One day. <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you all this. Um, working out is overrated uh, because, you know – when you're when you're like a teenager you're like you know what i want to get like muscles look like that guy so i want girls to look at me nah dude the only people that are gonna be looking at you is like me it's like damn dude, you have really nice pecs <laughs> no homo <laughs> you're right the only person that's com- complimented me on my legs was another cyclist and he was a middle-aged man and i was just like all right dude this is weird <laughs> exactly it's just um you see someone in the gym, they're like the biggest guy in there. And you're like, damn, they, that guy's pretty, you know, he's pretty jacked. But, you know, that's, working out is overrated. And so I is agree. Joe Rogan. Well, like with working out, I've been working out during this quarantine. And I'm like sore every day after, but I feel like I don't look any different. It sucks. It really comes down to diet. And then it eventually comes down to taking steroids and a bunch of supplements. To make, you, to make you look like anything and also genetics i'm i'm just accepting the fact that i'm just a tall lanky guy and i probably won't can't get any bigger than what i am now but you know what we love you for who, who you are spooky <laughs> thank you doctor <laughs> <laughs> yeah, i'm glad you're back on the show <laughs> <laughs> Me too. um but no that's I didn't really have much to say for that. Just uh, working out. It's good for your health, but if you're doing it for aesthetic purposes, you probably probably should just skip out on it because unless you're a genetic freak like Ronnie Coleman, you're not going to look that big. <laughs> Trust Who's me. Who's the third biggest bodybuilder? Uh, okay, know. Google. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the third biggest bodybuilder? I don't know. It's the, probably the guy that came after Ronnie Coleman after he won seven straight <laughs> Mr. Olympia. He he said he took steroids too, but he said like he didn't take them to the extent where it was bad for him, quote unquote, because he said he doesn't have any health problems besides his back, and that's because he was working out stupidly, and he was also squatting 800 pounds. I don't think anybody lifting that much weight is uh, healthy for anybody. Anybody? The guy that was in Game of Thrones is one of the strongest guys in the world. Oh, the mountain? I forget his name. Yeah. That man. You know, I don't... That's cool that you can lift all that weight, but, you know, your muscle deteriorates, and that's when all the injuries starts happening in your older age. That can't be healthy. Yeah, I think getting that big and muscular can't really be healthy. Okay, I have an answer. What's, what is I it? I think it's Marcus Rule. He's from Germany. Oh, he's the yeah, third yeah. biggest. He, he's he's he he was like the the successor of Ronnie Coleman. I think he he's the one that beat him. <laughs> Why does. does Spooky know so much about bodybuilders? <laughs> because I googled him, <laughs> and his nickname is the German Nightmare. I thought that would have been Hitler, but whatever. <laughs> oh. We may have to blow that one out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's move forward. Um, 
Let's review our favorite video game of all time. Among us that we like to play. Black Ops. Uh, a little quick background on this game. I, I'm, I'm going to say this. I think it's the last best Call of Duty game that came out. That was both uh, that was the best uh, storyline and also online and Zombies experience. Um, it was also probably the last unique one before they got like multiple sequels and eventually they do futuristic warfare so you know what let's take it back and also the rumor that the new black ops is going to be called cold war which is basically black ops one um but you know black ops one was probably the best one because they made zombies way better um you beat the game you get to play as the presidents and uh fidel castro in another zombie mode um online um they had pretty good matchmaking, uh, classes, guns, weapons, perks. Yeah, I still remember every time we play, doctors like, hey, I finally got um, um, uh, the the radar one. Whatever, what's that called? Radar. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought it was something, huh? I really spy plane. Spy plane, yes. I still remember when Doctor always like, I got spy plane in DC. It's like, oh, really? I already got dogs. And it's like, how? We're only <laughs> two minutes into the match. <laughs> you know, but what y'all, what's y'all's favorite memories about this game? Oh, my gosh. I think staying up late with uh, DC, it, uh, kind of what you were describing, I'd be like, I, I'd be have two kills, and it'd be like 30 seconds into the game, and then DC would always do his signature bark whenever you got dogs and it'd be 30 seconds into the game, I'd be like, are you serious? He's just like, yeah, man, these guys are scrubs. <laughs> yeah. Black Ops one is definitely the best call of duty. I agree with every single thing you said, spooky. Um, it also followed up modern warfare two, which in my opinion was broken as fuck. So Amen. it was, it was nice. The, the gameplay is really strong. Like, all the perks were pretty fair. Um, the maps were awesome. It was just, it was super fun. I did play a lot of it. I prestiged, like, 29 times over two, both systems. So I played a lot of it, and I think the only one that even really comes close is Call of Duty 4. But I think that Black oh. Ops basically took everything in COD 4 and made it better. So steroids. I, Basically, yeah, it was it was almost a true sequel more than Modern Warfare 2 even. So I don't think they're ever going to come really even close to Black Ops 1 again. And yeah, now that they're on remaking Black Ops 1, I don't know. The new Modern Warfare didn't do it for me. This probably won't either. Um, but yeah, Black Ops 1 is always going to be one of my favorite shooters of all time. What about you, Hammer? You've been pretty quiet. Yeah, I call DC the LeBron of Black Ops 1 because not only was he the best player on the map, but he makes the people around him better. Because whenever I started playing with him, my KD went up by like 0.5 or something like that. It doesn't make sense to me because I wasn't the best shooter in that game. But for some reason, whenever we play it online together, we'll win like 75 to 20 every time. Yeah. Like, I guess, you know, we always play Nuketown. We'll just dominate the entire match. Yep. I still remember my KD on there is like 1.45 and all the other ones I'm struggling to even crack one. 
So it's like rather impressive. I went from like scrub squad to being like, Hey, you're a contributor. <laughs> you know, it's weird too, for me even on black ops one. Yeah. My kitty is like two and a half, but on, on the, on the other, <laughs> it is kind of stupid, but um, on some of the other cards though, my KD is only like a 1.2. So it was just that one that I was really good at. So I'm not sure why. I don't know. Maybe it was um, I was just probably better frame rates and better gameplay on it before they try to make it harder or the matchmaking sucks and they put some sweaty players in there against a bunch of, you know, guys that just want to casually play. Well, we were also 16 or, or so, maybe a little younger, so I had those twitch reflexes. <laughs> That's before before we got older and our reflexes sucked now. Yeah, in our early twenties, can't yeah. keep up with these twelve-year-olds anymore. And no, I remember the hours I spent with Doctor playing zombies. Oh, girls, oh. say words. And What's the furthest when, round you got? I think it's thirty-five. I have a picture of it. Yeah, we were at my house, and I remember it just took up the whole afternoon. And <laughs> it took the, three hours. Yeah, by the end of it, we were like, "Can we just stop this?" <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't fun. Hippity hoppity. I just want to make it stoppity. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it's just, you know, zombies, yeah, it could get kind of boring after round 15 because eventually you're just circling around and just trying to run into the portal and, you know, just loop around and just do the same thing all over again. But I didn't have a problem with it. It was, it was just, it was fun. It wasn't like, that one black ops or zombie mode where you have to get on the bus and keep running around. That was annoying to me. Or I don't know the later ones like black ops four when you're in the Coliseum and you have to do these missions. So you can beat the game mode. It's like, I don't, that's not zombies to me. You know, zombies should be like a an endless mode, not something where you have to do certain tasks to beat the game. I don't know. I think they're just running out of innovations at this point. No, I, I agree with that again pretty much completely. I think the the peak of Zombies was Black Ops 1, and after that it just got more and more complex each iteration. To Like you said, to Black Ops 4 where I didn't even want to play it because you had to like know a story and just find some secret passages and stuff. Like I don't want to do that. I just want to kill some zombies. Now, I do want to give a shout-out to the original zombies on World at War because that really wasn't that bad, and that did kind of help them springboard into Black Ops 1. And I think they took a lot of um, advice from the game players and things on how to make zombies better in Black Ops 1. Right, right, right. Um, I don't know. Favorite memories? You go first, Hammer. Uh, I mean, probably playing zombies with Doctor just because – Whenever I started playing multiplayer, it was a little bit later, um, so I didn't have as much time. So I would just say during the summers, just spending hours on end with Doctor. What about you, uh, DC? Oh, there, I played so much of that game. Um, maybe my best match ever, where I had fifty-eight kills. <laughs> 58 How many times did you die? Like two? No, like six. 
Oh, I'm so sorry. I love all of you. <laughs> you almost um, had a 10KD spread. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was at, oh gosh, what was that map even called? WMD? Oh, that one? That one really? sucked. Wow, look at yeah. that. Yeah, it's not one you would think, but I I remember I got dogs in like 45 seconds, and then it just kept going, and I kept dying like every – Right after I got dogs, I'd die. So I was able to get like three dogs and three chopper gunners. So it just kind of kept stacking. So yeah, by the end, I was at like 58 kills. Did that match take like three minutes? No, it was it was like five or six minutes because wow. I had to get up to all those kills. That's not efficient enough. <laughs> Bro. <laughs> um, all right, uh, Doctor, what's your favorite memory about the game? Uh, favorite memory would probably have to be playing zombies with a uh, hammer all the time. Y'all cute, man. Y'all should go play again sometime <laughs> this week. Yeah, I'm itching too, man. I'll tell you what, though, those are probably some of the best afternoons. Come back from lunch, be like, "Yo, you want to play zombies?" Just like, yeah. So, <laughs> is this like a whole summer doing that? Is that before tenth uh, grade when y'all just used to eat um, Chinese food every day? Uh, I think that was the same summer. Yeah. <laughs> Boy That's, got that, pudgy. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> uh, I guess my favorite favorite memory is just um just playing capture the flag. I would just camp and just kill off everybody that way. But no, just overall the game was just it was really fun. Probably the first online game that I really enjoyed besides Halo Three. But it, I don't know. It was just it's just I spent too many hours on it prestige multiple times and to this day I, I wouldn't mind playing it now let's do it agreed yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right so um that's it for that let's go towards our conspiracy uh dc you have the floor okay this one i'll just go right into it i think that new mexico has a certain energy around it and it, that is the reason that it is a hotbed of supernatural activity and alien activity. Okay. Uh, so, uh, so let me give some episodes, examples. Okay. How many episodes of Ghost Hunters are there? <laughs> I know there's like 25. New Mexico, we all know about Roswell. Crashed UFO. Um, surely you guys have heard of skinwalkers before no I haven't fill me in tradition uh, like a, a legend they say that there are these creatures they might be witches or something um, but they can take And they'll be shaped like a wolf or something, but they'll walk like humans. Okay. All right. Yeah. So there are those. And then I don't know how to pronounce this. I think it's. It is a rumored base in New Mexico. And the government and 50% by aliens. And there are some pretty strong rumors about that place existing. So I think it's interesting that it's always New Mexico. And I don't know. 
eyewitness accounts of New Mexico, and even people that live there are like, there's a lot of weird stuff that happens here, like lights in the sky all the time, or everyone in a city having a ghost story. There's a lot of weird stuff that goes on in New Mexico. So I wonder Native American land. I don't know if maybe it's like cursed or if, I, I don't know, maybe aliens visited it in the past, but there's some weird stuff going on in New Mexico. Why do you think we dropped the bombs there? Ooh, that too. That too. What were we trying to take out with those nuclear bombs? Exactly. But could so, you extend it just a little bit into Texas? Because there's a lot of weird things happening in Marfa. It's right on, it's close to the border. Ah, the Marfa lights. Yeah. I've heard of those. I didn't know that was over there, to be honest. Yeah, it's out in West Texas. So it's that whole region. Yes. Now, it's interesting because, and I, I'm going to admit, I don't know much about Arizona, but I don't ever hear about this sort of stuff happening in Arizona. It's all. <laughs> maybe but there's just a lot of weird stuff that happens there and i i just wonder if there's a reason for it hmm. aliens man that's all you need i mean do? there's lights in the sky all the time i've read and there is the marfa lights as well uh, that are well known and documented um roswell i don't know how much you guys know about roswell but that whole thing is super fishy where the government changed the story like three times. Oh yeah. It's, there's a lot of weird stuff going on, man. Uh, that's. There's I, probably, I, so I guess, maybe, maybe there's ahead. like a, like a, an alien artifact, not artifact, but like resource in there that, you know, extraterrestrial beings need to, you know, to, for whatever reason, use it and maybe that's why there's a lot of alien activities in that area i mean it could be i don't know because it's aliens too but it's also like weird creatures and like ghosts so i kind of wonder how that stuff all mixes in as well does it center around hatch new mexico where the world's greatest green chilies are from my I gosh. couldn't say. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's also, there's also the a lot of chilies. crystal meth in, in New Mexico as well. Maybe, like maybe they're just there guys. visiting Heisenberg for a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> maybe everyone just tweaked out. and That's why they think there's ghosts and shit. <laughs> that's probably know. the most plausible answer. Everyone's just tweaked out. Everyone's on drugs. It's fine. That's what the government yeah. always says about everything, about all these conspiracies. What, drugs? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah I, won't, I won't get into that, but yes. So so what do you guys think? Do you think that something, there's some sort of like affinity to New Mexico for these like supernatural things? I think or do you think it's just coincidence? I think the ghost is probably because it's an ancient Indian burial ground. I mean, in all in all honesty, America is the entire ancient Indian burial ground, so <laughs> it's probably the whole land is cursed. <laughs> um, but that probably more so, yeah, probably more so in in New Mexico. Um, so that's probably explains the ghosts. 
and aliens maybe like i said there's resources there that they like um maybe the isn't area 51 in there or is that nevada that's nevada Nevada. Uh, well maybe there's like a, a base or something there that they're not telling us that they're just sending out signals to aliens to come down there and i don't know but i it is it is something interesting to think about I mean, well, they, Roswell's in in New Mexico, though. Yes. They, Facts. I mean, a few months ago, they confirmed aliens. There's like, hey, these yeah. three three instances, these three pictures, videos. Yeah, we don't know what the hell that was. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so my thing on that too is that if they're willing to say that, like, how much do they, how much do they actually know if that's what they're giving to the public? Because it's not like they're going to unleash their entire um, portfolio of UFO information. They're just going to release a tiny bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've always wanted, I've always wanted to like know what the like higher ups in the Pentagon or, um, or even at the, some level the president knows of some like highly classified information. Um, just for a day, I think that would just be so mind-boggling on just like, oh my gosh, all this happens? This is insane. I will say, here's my history degree showing, Jimmy Carter, when he was, before he was elected as president, was asked, um, will you release all the information the government has on UFOs? And he said yes, because he actually believed he'd seen a UFO before he was president. And so he said, yeah, let's, I'll put it all out there for you guys. And then when he got into office, he was asked about it again, and he goes, yeah, I'm not going to release that. <laughs> so so kind of interesting. So that means he probably found something out that's just like, oh, if I put this out, it might scare the public, or just like it's not in the best interest for you to know, or hey, whatever. Uh, eventually, whatever they know, they're going to tell us in like 50 years or 100 years down the road about aliens. Um I don't know why they're delaying on it, but it's, it's, I mean, everybody, it's like a huge planet or a universe. We can't be the only life form species out here, you know? Yeah. I just think that from their perspective, if they really did have information on it, I wouldn't release it either. If I were them, it would cause mass hysteria. And I think it would do a lot more harm than good. Like in Men in Black, when when Will Smith was asking the guys, like, how come the public doesn't know? It's like, humans are smart, but people are, are just, you know, warmongers or fear, like, fear everything. So, so, no, yeah, I don't think the, the public is ready to know that there's three-eyed monsters out there. Definitely not. Yeah. But uh, any last words on this? I actually like this because this this got me thinking. We'll probably want to do a little bit of research on this. Yeah, I'll do some research because I'm actually planning a uh, hiking and backpacking trip out to New Mexico in the fall uh, before my life becomes nothing when I start medic school. So I'll do some research and pick my uh, camping ground wisely. Are you going to White Sands? Uh, I thought about it. I've also thought about going up near the border of New Mexico and Colorado. It's like three li- uh, three rivers park. Um, that would be really cool. So, okay. Just keep an eye out on the sky when you're there, because apparently there's gonna be some weird shit. Noted. 
All right, guys. <laughs> Thank you, DC, for that. Uh, it's story time. So, Hammer, I'll give you the floor. All right. Doctor and DC were part of these, so I'm going to yeah. get there and put two. Um, so, we all grew up, Doctor DC and I, so did Spooky a little bit, but he was a little ways oh. away in the same area. Um, we got bored a lot, um, spent the night at each other's houses quite a bit. Um, and we did, we dinged on ditch this one guy in particular. Oh, um, heck yeah. This multiple story. times. I, I was the scaredy cat though. I never actually went up there. It was always doctor in DC and whoever else. Um, I'd always hang back with our other friend at his house watching. Um, doctor, how did you find this guy? Well, uh, as any middle schooler would do, you're bored. So let's think on ditch. So we would just do five random houses and the people that would come out, survey the scene, walk back inside. We do them again. And then they probably wouldn't answer. Well, this fella decided to come out, look around, step out onto his doorstep. You know, he would do the full thing and then he would get into his car and start looking. <laughs> so I was just like, this guy is the perfect candidate to entertain me. All right. Yeah. And it, it just kept getting worse and worse. Um, I remember there was a smoke bomb at one time. <laughs> um, I, there were firecrackers another time. Yep. Um, mm -hmm. And then I remember the one night we went out like three hours later to the park down the street. And we thought it was plenty of time in between actually ding-dong ditching him and leaving. Um, and so we were just at the park. And then this car pulls up. This was at like 11 at night. And guy comes walking down. He had a flashlight and a, looked like a golf club. And we we're like, uh-oh. And someone's like, quick, talk about Pokemon. And so <laughs> we all just started spouting off random Pokemon. And he came up there. He was like, hey, are y'all the ones that keep messing with my house? And we're like, no, of course not. We wouldn't do that. And he just kept going on and on. I think he threatened to call the cops. And he finally went back to his car. But it was kind of scary because he had a golf club with him. And he was going to try to attack. I think at that point, there was eight of us there. Yeah. And finally we're like okay we're gonna have to split up and walk somewhere because he's just gonna be crazy and so um four of them went on um this golf cart that's one of the other people had um stupidly i went by myself and dc and doctor went back up toward doctor's house and i remember walking down the street and he was driving like alongside me walking and just staring at me and then I, I turned off into an alley and he followed the golf cart. And I remember we finally had the, I met up at doctor's house and that was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. That guy was totally something else because there was a separate occasion where I was hanging out with another group of friends um, from our same school. We dig dung ditched them. And this is like the last time we ever did it. And he pulled out a K-bar, which is a really long knife that they use in the Marines and stuff. So when he did that, I was just kind of like, this man is crazy. So I just decided to never, 
ever toy with that man again. Bro, this guy probably has PTSD and you're fucking with him and he's just going <laughs> to kill y'all. His wife said he had cancer. I was just like, well, I'm sorry he has cancer, but if he has cancer, why is he bothering with these kids and threatening their lives? That We should not have done that. No, we shouldn't have. But, man, those are some the high adrenaline rush moments, let me tell you. Having someone chase after you with a with a weapon, oh, man, just gets the juices going. I remember a doctor in D.C. went, and then um, they had to run away. And I was with our other friend at his house. And we were like, man, it's been like 30 minutes. Where are they? Oh, that's and, right. Like, we, we opened the door and to his garage because his garage was open and that guy was walking down the alley with his dog <laughs> i'm like this guy is still on the hunt for them yeah i remember uh me and dc and i were laying out in the middle of a field there's a park at the end of my uh street and it's kind of a valley so at night it's just pitch black so me and him just laid there for what seemed like hours just waiting for this guy to stop looking for us. Like he was full on hunting us down. It was insane. It was like a video game where you get seen, you're going to die. It was really intense. Huh? What was that? <laughs> Pretty much. And then he even got his dogs. Yeah. And then he put us on YouTube. Oh yeah. Then the description underneath was kind of like, bring these, uh, like harassers to justice or whatever it's just like chill dude we're in middle school how'd y'all find the video of that on youtube like how'd y'all he like... told us about it he said you're you're a youtube star i was just like really because we've been trying to be youtube stars for years and then <laughs> it's just come to find out it's only got like 50 views it's like yeah we're not stars yet he did run into some of us during the day in various places yeah uh doctor and i were walking uh to our other friend's house and he was behind his house and so we kind of took the long way around and then he was out front and watched us go into our other friend's house and then confronted doctor later right yes it was not a great time And we gave him a gift basket. He should have been nicer. Oh, yeah. It was like the day after Valentine's. Uh, uh, day after Valentine's. And we got him like an I love you bear or whatever with like chocolates and stuff. And the note was completely absurd. But it said something like, sorry for being uh, mischievous children. I hope you can forgive us. I remember it started out with Billy Mays here. <laughs> yes. Billy Mays here with another fantastic apology. I don't. I wonder what happened to that guy. Uh, he still lives there. He he installed a whole bunch of security systems and uh, a brand new fence. Yeah, there's a camera on his back fence. It's it's incredible. Do you still think there's uh, kids messing with him to this day? No. No. Be to be honest, there's a lot of like high school, senior high age kids around here. And to be truthfully honest, if they're doing that at that age, is this like you need to get caught and like put in your place? But I remember the last time I did it, I think I was maybe a sophomore or something like that. I was just like, hey, I'm getting too old for this crap. I probably need to stop before I get in actual legal trouble. 
Are you down to do it one more time for good old time says? You can. We will uh, sit back at lawn chairs and sip beer as we watch you do that. Okay, I'll do it. All right, I bet you won't. <laughs> What's the what's the bet? How much are you gonna pay me if I do it? Uh, no, 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 no. If you do it, I have to buy you a reasonably priced dinner or lunch. Chili? Okay, I'll do it. Chili. I'll just drive off, knock, and just drive off. No, you can't drive <laughs> off. <laughs> there's no. There's, I mean, we would have drove it off if we were able to drive back then when we were when y'all were dinged on ditching. I don't know. That's not the same. No, you want to see the reaction. The whole point of it is you want them to come look for you. Yeah, I'm going to be in my car. He's going to come out, and I'm going to just dart off. Just give him the bird and just, like, drive off? Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw, throw um, a banana peel out there. <laughs> <laughs> hey, slip on this. <laughs> Hope you Bring a mushroom and you can speed off. <laughs> get the star so i'm indestructible oh that's great but then you can walk around the neighborhood and get offered to go party with a guy that's like 15 years older than you girl you right that happened he rolled out his window and like rubbed his fingers together and said hey want to party and we were just like no okay we were like eighth or ninth grade that guy was probably 40 at least that guy was trying to party with you? What the hell? Yeah. Yeah, he was going to molest us. That was the only oh, thing yeah. on his mind. I don't know why he would pull up to three of us, though. I don't know. Like, what a time to be alive. I forget which rapper said that, but, you know. Everybody says that. Okay, well, fine. Everybody <laughs> Quote everybody. <laughs> All right. <laughs> that was a really good story, Hammer. Um, I enjoyed that. Uh, but any last word on this? Before, any other, you know, last words on the on this story? Ding dong ditch. We if you're young enough. <laughs> Enjoy the thrill if, of the chase. I don't know if kids are ding dong ditching now like they were back in our time because I think everybody just likes to stay home. And the ring doorbells. There's cameras on everything. I know they yeah. gotta ruin everything. Bunch of dweebs. Yeah, it's not the same. But uh, if there's nothing else, uh, thank you all guys for joining our fifth episode. I hope you stay tuned and check us out on our next episode. Bye. 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 You have been listening to You Know Better with your hosts, Spooky, DC, and Hammer. Please subscribe to the show and stay tuned for the next episode of YKB. Thank you.